to a very special edition of BYOB. We are here in Nashville. We're actually in Cool Springs, but we are at the Killer Nashville Writers Conference. And it is so exciting for Laura and I, first of all, to be in real life in 3D. And we can touch. Look, there we go. Oh, magic. <laughs> we have known each other and done many things online and just together for four years now. And so this is the first time that we've actually gotten mm. to be in the same room together. Um, Super fun weekend for us. And another great friend and a friend of BYOB is Kirsten Modlin, who is back here. And she's joining us here at Killer Nashville. And we're going to let our author friends here and let our Laura kind of steer things for a few minutes here too and let everybody introduce themselves. So Laura, who have you got over there with you? You want to kind of go in the circle here? I'm not sure who I have over here, but I'm going to let, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, I am Dale T. Phillips, and my tagline is Scary Books and Murderous Crooks. I write mysteries. I have a lot of other genres as well, and I've got about 30 books out. So That's awesome. just an impressive number. And I had yeah. Stephen King for a writing teacher in college. Did you oh. really? So, was he as Sitting, wonderful as... Oh, he's so wonderful. Sitting in his cool. living room, very cool, so down to earth. It was unbelievable. Oh, man. It's always been my dream. Oh, <laughs> man. It was, it was the best part of my college career right there. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. And after that training, I, I guess I have to be a writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. That is a good story. Somebody asked on Twitter, they said, have any of his students ever done anything? And I go, well, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that you lead with that. You always lead oh, with that. Oh, I, I just flogged that horse like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely. Because people love him and they're like, yeah. oh, really? So that's the icebreaker. So boom. Yeah. Well, and we know that his books are all really scary and everything, but we want we oh. want this well, that's true. We want the stories about him as a person that'd be true. And, don't you and I can tell stories about him as a person. So. I would start every conversation like at the grocery store. I'd be like, well, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I was the student with Stephen King now. I could do that a little. So. I mean, I would. I'm, like, I'm sorry, I am my children are so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, when I was with Stephen King, <laughs> <laughs> name dropper. Exactly. So tell us about yours. Uh, I'm Avram Um Dale is my mentor, and I'm an emerging author. Um, I have uh, several complete manuscripts I write for young adults and adults. Um, I have a few shorts published. Uh, recently, I was in Mystery Tribune Online. Um, oh, I was recently uh, at my first uh, middle grade sci-fi piece published in uh, a great magazine called uh, Savage Planets. Ooh. And I have a short story coming out in Deadly Nightshade, Best New England Crime Stories. It should be out in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, I just very recently, I was uh, uh, shortlisted for the Al Blanchard Award for Best New England Short Story oh, 2022. Wow. And I was also short uh, shortlisted for the uh, Brooklyn Nonfiction Prize. As well, How he gets around. She'll be mentoring me in three years. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, one of the things I've always said, and I, I said the same thing to Mandy Haynes I cannot write a short story. It's like I, I just don't have it in me to condense a story different. down. Mm -hmm. I love sense. reading short stories, I love the craft of a short story. But I totally can't do it myself. I it. absolutely admire that I can. I really, I, I should give it another shot. But teaching short stories was always one of my favorite things and how mm. you can get so much intensity into so few words and that every single word matters so much. With Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Love Edgar Allan yeah. Poe. I mean, they, they, me and Ed go way back. Me and Ed. My man. <laughs> my man. Fast Eddie. Me and Ed. Uh, but I, I really admire that. And I, I admire the fact that you've chosen the short story kind of as your, your vehicle 
because that is not something that you know people might think oh it's fewer words it must be easier it's like you know nope, no poetry is even fewer words and still just as hard you know you can ramble scary. in a book yeah <laughs> yeah you can, yeah, you can yeah. get away with rambling. and i've seen a lot of rambling <laughs> yeah, absolutely so i I admire that. I admire the short story, and I, I think more people need to to really kind of delve out there and, and see what short stories are out in the world because they're fantastic. I've got like seventy short stories. Well, there you so, go. Well, so, you've got reading fodder yeah. for a long time. So I wonder if he's your mentor, huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> a great mentor. I, I, like you're so productive. I'm like, no, I'm pretty lazy actually. <laughs> I think the um the what makes the short stories I think um a little easier on the soul is that as a as a writer is the turnaround time. So mm -hmm. I think like when you're trying to get your novels out there, it takes so long to connect with an audience and complete the circle that you feel like you're doing genetics experiments on like elephants, like yeah. where it's like the, the short stories are fruit flies. Like the, you can get them out there pretty quick. <laughs> nice. and yeah, and then you can kind of experience it with your audience you in, can in learn real time. From it. You get Quicker feedback. Yeah. Faster. Yeah. You get rejection feedback faster. And then uh, if you get acceptances, then you, you get the editors, um, the editor at Savage Planets really banged on the piece very hard. He was a, a very hands-on editor. So that was my first real experience like that. So that was really helpful to me. And, you know, I hope that I'll be able to carry that over into longer forms as well. And the checks aren't bad either. So. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good. Yeah. Good. It's there, nice yeah. there is not that much money in short stories. I mean, the, the, that, there's not that much money in novels, except there's not checks. much money. <laughs> Dorothy Parker, the two best words in the English language, check and close. <laughs> but I think the, the biggest names in short stories in, in the mystery genre, for, for example, are not going to be telling you I sold a million short stories and they're not going to mm. have the kind of the rare success that. We do, you know, there are some people with us here in Nashville right now who, who have had real success. And, and I, I know that's the exception that proves the rule, but the, but it's real. Mm -hmm. It's a difference between a white stag and a unicorn. So like like making a lot of money in short stories is a unicorn. On the other hand, every now and then, a, a albino deer is born in the forest. Mm -hmm. There's a real white stag, and, and that is success in novels. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I think that that's a very good way to look at it. And, and it's something that we don't hear enough of. And same thing with Mandy Haynes when she's on the show. It's like, tell us more about what it's like to be a short story mm. author. You know, what is what is the, the backside of this? And, you know, and the whole thing with the magazines and the turnaround, the editing, that's something that we know as novelists that we go through. And people are, more and more people are starting to kind of understand the process of what goes through books. It used to be these wonderful magical things that showed up on shelves. <laughs> yeah. and, and nobody really understood the process. And, and it seems like the more authors have a platform to reach more people, or we talk process, and we talk you know, all of that more than just simply the writing of the characters. But we don't really necessarily think about what all goes into editing short stories, poetry, things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's very much the same thing, but it's interesting that it's so much it's just so much faster pace. Uh, two years in a novel and one week for a story. It's like, boom. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm done with that. Now let's get on to something else. It's a great mind cleanser for other stuff. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sorbet yes. to cleanse the yeah. palate. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. I wrote short stories in college. I actually studied Stuart Dybeck. He's kind of well known in the short story um, circuit. But yeah, I really enjoyed my first publications were short stories. Nice. and poetry so yeah. i really i do feel the same way that you do it's like you're slogging away on this novel and then sometimes i'm like i just want to write a short story because i want yeah. it to be done yeah. i just want to finish the story and it feels so satisfying Very much i so. agree that's like sorbet yeah. Yeah, it's sorbet. Short story sorbet. sorbet. I think that's the title Ooh, of yeah. the next 
you know, written a good collection of short stories, (laughs) we're going to call it Short Story Sorbet. Short stories by novelists. <laughs> yes, <Brilliant>. survey. <laughs> Watch us struggle and potentially fail. Exactly. Well, someone who has not failed at very many things is our dear friend Kirsten. Kirsten, tell us a little bit about your journey. And your your journey is a bit, you know, different than what most people might think. Yeah. So I am an indie author. Um, I have I started publishing in 2016. Um, I now have 35 um, books out. <laughs> I mean, man, I've just been wasting away. I don't know what right she now. does with her time. I spend a lot of time on the beach. I got no, <laughs> I do no hobbies. Can't tell by her tan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just bronze. Right. Beautiful bronze. Don't look at it. me. It's the lighting. I'm not really this tan. I did not waste my summer by the pool. <laughs> I did. I really did. Oh, but yeah, so I have 35 books out. Um, I had... I'm my first four years were kind of rough um and now luckily and um, thank goodness in about 2020 my career really took off and I started um, oh, reaching sure. new everybody else plunges and, because of COVID. Oh, you know, opportunity <laughs> I mean hey you take it when it comes right you know, that's, that's from Richardson, and she's oh, actually yeah. all the other authors died off so <laughs> hey I, open field <laughs> So yeah, so 2020, yeah. I mean, imagine breaking that at like a cocktail party. Like 2020 was my year. Everyone else, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, so that was like my first um, really big year, and then yeah, it's just been great ever since. Um, I I have two traditional books, and the rest are indie, and I just I love it. I love every part of it. Um, I live here in Nashville with. Um, Nearby Nola and um, my family, my daughter, um, and our two spoiled pups. Um, But yeah, I just, I love what I do. I get to, now I get to go speak at conferences like this and um, teach other people about what I do and how I do it. And that's been really exciting. Um, And, and yeah. Yeah, we were on a panel together today and she was terrific. So everybody's like, we we sold how many? (laughs) (laughs) I hate her. Well, one of the things that I love about the writers community, we've said this, we actually were having this conversation and we, we've had this conversation all the time, is how supportive they are of each other. Cooperative, not competitive. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think what I've seen and witnessed here at the Killer Nashville is very much comes that microcosm, that 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 example of that same camaraderie, that same support. And you know, being on the panels, you feel like you know, you have something to share and people are so willing to soak that up. And then at the same time, you go into the next room and that person that was soaking up what you had to say is now the person at the panel and you're <laughs> soaking up what they had to say. And it's such an interesting dynamic here. What has been your, maybe the highlight thus far of Killer Nashville for you? I mean, we've, we've been here, you know, some of us, the full day, some of us started on Thursday and are here on Friday. Uh, what is, what has kind of been your moment so far? Besides the open bar. Besides the open bar. <laughs> open bars. B-Y-O-B. We, yeah. we brought your open bars. Great. <laughs> this is how Killer Nashville We may have to cut this short. Food. I'm just saying. Now we got drinks in. Bars <laughs> open all the time. Other than the open bar, what, what's been your moment? What have you 
what's shown out to you so far? So for me, um, I went to a panel this morning about setting. Um, and like my books are, so I don't think I said this, but I write psychological and domestic thrillers. Um, so mine don't typically <coughs> tend to be very big on setting. Like I don't necessarily have to use that because it could just be some suburban town and that's all that really matters. Um, but it was really interesting to hear like how other authors use setting. Um, and, and for me, like my books are typically set in Nashville or a suburb of Nashville mm -hmm. or a fictional town. Um, but it just made me really excited to like try and use setting more and like, um, like I've always wanted to write about New Orleans, but I'm so terrified because I know nothing <laughs> about it. I don't get it all wrong. I got you, girl. Um, so it makes me excited to like potentially try using that more, or like just doing different settings mm -hmm. than like the suburban towns that I'm you know used to. And what you were talking uh, about. so yeah, that's that was mine. Mm -hmm. What about you? I don't know if I could if I could pick one moment, but I will say like some of the moments between the schedule things are every bit as impactful to me as the schedule things. And it, it, as well as, as well thought out as some of these um, conference, you know, uh, get togethers are, there's, there's some wonderful information about it around and people are very, very copacetic. But I think, um, especially, you know, some of the writers here who have real life experiences, um, sometimes like in between or, or over a beer, people mm -hmm. are sharing, you know, their life experiences. A lot of people in law enforcement here writing, you know, not, not a majority, but, but there's, you know, there's, there's a dozen several, people yeah. here who have, you know, like homicide detectives, FBI experience. And a lot of them have, have a lot of uh, a loss and, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. trauma um, that they're kind of working through with their writing. And, and that's, uh, that's really, it's really interesting to see. It's, it's a really, it's very touching. Mm -hmm. you? Now for me, this, the bar was set pretty high four years ago when I came to my first Killer Nashville. And the guest of honor was J.A. Conrath, the guru of indie publishing. Mm. And he didn't go to conferences anymore. He'd stated that on his blog. I just don't get out and do this anymore. And when I saw he was coming, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so walked out, bought him a beer because he always said on his blog, come up and say hi and buy me a beer. And, and I did and hung out with him the whole weekend till like oh, three in the morning. Nice. And at the end, this man is so generous. He gives me his agent's name and says, if you've got something in her line, Go ahead and call her and, and tell her I sent you. That's oh, to me. Yeah. It's this personal connection with everybody. Mm -hmm. I've got so many cards and so many new connections yeah. with people. And it's just wonderful community. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part about it. You just can't beat that. Mm -hmm. You know, online is, is great. But yeah, like you said, meeting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. to meet you finally. Yeah. So. Touch each other. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> not so much ways. with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In good ways. Whoa. Hey. Well, usually I'm the one drinking during the show. I don't yeah, have the drink. Sorry, I actually no drink anything to drink. I know. Oh, yeah. always one of those. Because I couldn't just be like, track me. <laughs> I always have to leave early. I'm like, oh my God. Like, well, sometimes when we record these, we're recording this one a little later in the day than, than normal, but normally when we record these, it's about 2.30 my time, mm -hmm. and I don't care. I've got my Malibu, and it's just a way in and it is. And I just I, got out of work. So. Yeah, she's getting off the ground. Technically, probably still on the clutch. I'm telling you, But, I mean, I grew up in South Louisiana, the land of the drive through daiquiris and the breakfast daiquiris, and we have mimosas and Bloody Marys, like... Alcohol for breakfast, sure. <laughs> like this is, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah, because I think when I did my interview with you guys, it was like two, and I was like, I didn't bring alcohol because it's Sorry. like two. And I was like, well, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we can just carry this down to the bar. I'm just saying. So. We absolutely can. I think it has been such a great conference so far, and we're looking forward to having some more time to chat with some more authors and just get to know everybody a little bit better. It has really been a joy to get to know you guys and have you guys hanging out with us. And the signs were effective. The signs, our signs. I was a little suspicious. Come up to the room. Come on up. We wondered if people suspects. We weren't sure where we were going to be. That's why there was the little sticker things on there with the room number. We thought maybe we'd be down there in the conference center, but then we ended up up here in the hospitality. And it took on a whole other vibe. <laughs> he said, come on up and see us sometime. We'll do a little interview. So, you know, anybody who watches the show knows that this could have gone many ways. <laughs> so, this is the way that it went, and we're very glad that this is the way that it went. But you guys have a great rest of your conference. Have a great evening tonight. We'll, I'm nice sure, see you several of yeah. you down at the bar. And another great day tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, there's more? There's more. There's, there's more. more. There's more to come. Well, this has been a copywritten podcast of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Nola Nash. She is Laura Kemp. And we are in real life at Killer Nashville here Man. in Cool Springs, Tennessee. We are super grateful for everything that they have done for us as authors and for allowing us this space and time to do some interviews with some of the folks for joining us. So thanks so much. And we will see you next time.